for baseball with the Bard. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Noah Cross here, joined with you by Tyler Bard today, represented by his emote from his Twitch channel, TBard5195, where you can see him stream all the latest games, mostly fall guys. He's very, very good at that. Tyler, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, buddy. Very good. Uh, I'm going to remind our fans very quickly where we stream. You think that's a good idea? That's probably a great idea. Great idea. So everyone knows you can find us on Facebook, YouTube at Bard and Cross Entertainment, Twitch as TBard5195, as I've said already, and you can find us anywhere on your favorite podcast platform. That's so for thank you. people you. who can't watch us live, this is true. always make sure you find us wherever you find your favorite podcast. Anywhere. Podcast. Apple Podcast. Even this Clovercrest Media website, have you heard of it? Dude, I have I heard of it? Let me tell you. <laughs> I've heard of I, it. It's, I've heard they're pretty pretty cool. I mean, I even have this cool little picture. That's know? a nice picture. Really, uh, isn't it? That's isn't nice it? Picture. I really like it. And in St. Patrick's Day <laughs> is Wednesday, so you know what? Uh, uh, makes sense. It's perfect. <laughs> so, with that being said, we're going to dive into the latest happenings on baseball. baseball. And then, as you always know, cover what's going on in the land of the Red Sox and the land of the Yankees. But first, oh boy, here we are again with an MLB COVID update First on the list this season so far, <laughs> Joey Votto of the Cincinnati Reds test positive on Wednesday, last Wednesday, uh, for the coronavirus and has been placed on the injured list. Uh, so obviously he's going to have to quarantine and I'm pretty sure test negative per MLB policy in order to return to field yeah. again. Also is uh, Franchi Cordero of the Red Sox. He also has to the I.L., um, poor kid, as, man. He yeah. cannot catch a break. Mm-hmm. He literally has been sick or injured, or he just and he's twenty or nine or twenty-one, and he just can't get healthy to play in the league. Yeah, exactly. And he was well. He was finally looking good. He was finally swinging the bat. You know, well, he was swinging the bat well his whole time in in uh, right. in Boston. But uh, he's just trying to get on the field. And yeah, as you Please. said, I want to play. A few injuries here and there, and now it's finally like, all right, you're good to go. And COVID, so. <laughs> Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, so, Tyler, do we think COVID will impact the season the same way this year as last year? I, I really hope not. And and the way they're playing off the season so far, it really sounds like they are doing their damn best to keep fans in attendance, unlike the cardboard cutouts you can see if you're watching us live and in person here. Um, I think we are going to hopefully have a more normal season. Normal is a relative term because there's not going to be as many fans in these seats as there uh, used to be back in, you know, the good old days of baseball. But mm. um, there's Noah using those emotes. Love to see it. Love to see it. And uh, yeah, no, I, I think we should see some relative normalcy. Uh, but who knows, man? That there's been spikes. There's been valleys. There's been all sorts of different, uh, you know, COVID. Uh, happening so hopefully hopefully we get a good season yeah i agree and, and i'll say this i don't think it's going to be as bad or even close to as bad as last year first is with vaccinations um as we know they've been on the uprise in terms of people getting vaccinated by day and it seems that by may-ish every adult should be able to if you want to hear more about that you got to go check out um what are the political podcasts on cmg oh yeah go watch you know, uh divided we, we stand and um there's a there's speaking it real with frank cuesta there's a few different ones you can find on the clovercrest media 
uh, website. Yes. So if you like to, if you want to hear about COVID, I can tell you one thing: you're going to hear all about it on both of those podcasts. Yes. So go check those out if you want to hear more about. <laughs> I don't think that. I have any banners for them today, uh, but we'll get you some updates on those two podcasts coming up. For sure. So yeah, if you want to hear more about that, check those guys out. Um, but for what it seems, uh, I would say that COVID won't play as big of a role in the baseball season this year as it did last year, simply because of better now, dude. And also they have a plan. Like they, they know what to expect in a sense. They know how to, right. how to adapt. As for last year, they were sort of making it up as they went, right? And yeah. we all were. No one, no one knew exactly what to do. But now there's protocols in place. There's procedures in place. Um, so, you know, is the best way of keeping the players safe and so on. So I don't think it will play a huge role. Hopefully not. We'll see how that goes. And it's a full season, so I'm looking forward to that for damn oh, sure. I'm so excited. It's a full season. You have no idea. Mm, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And speaking of the injured list, joining the injured list for a different reason, and oh, my heart is throbbing. I just Brutal. I, I'm so sad at this. Zach Britton of the New York Yankees. Uh, the stud reliever from the bullpen is headed for the injured list. Uh, news broke on Tuesday that the anchor of the New York Yankees – I'm sorry – an anchor of the New York Yankees star-studded bullpen would require surgery. Britain needs arthroscopic surgery to remove a bone chip in his left elbow, which is his pitching arm, which is, you know, that's an issue. Uh, this news <laughs> comes just days after the beginning of 2021 spring play. So uh, we just started, and it seems that Britain is already headed for the IL. I'm just going to give you an idea of how big of a loss this is for us as the Yankee fans and for the Yankees themselves. As we know, Britain is a true ace in the bullpen. In 2020, he scored an ERA of 1.89 in 19 innings, striking out 16. And in 2019, which is a full season, obviously, he had an ERA of 1.90 in 61 innings, striking out 53. Like it, you can't get more consistent than that. Yeah, Two no, years those in a row. Are absolutely absurd. Unreal, unreal numbers. Um, so the, the question that I have here on our script that, that I wrote up is if you're Aaron Boone, how do you feel after this loss? I mean, Tyler, if you're Aaron Boone, what's going through your mind now that you lost a guy of this caliber in from your bullpen? Oh, well, obviously this is absolutely massive. Um, and he's obviously going to miss a decent amount of time due to it. So it's going to absolutely hurt this this Yankees bullpen, which isn't, you know, it's a decently strong bullpen, but this is the, one of the guys who's like the glue mm. of that bullpen. So to lose someone like that, you know, you could begin to see some cracks and then maybe it starts to crumble a little bit. Um, so, of course, Aaron Boone is on the uh, maybe a little bit of a panic right now. Um, but we can hope that Aaron Boone is a professional and that he, him and the Yankees organization will figure it out. And they will get back on board where they're supposed to be and where they always end up in the position where they are always in a spot of winning. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree with you. If you're Aaron Boone, you're obviously concerned, right? That's a big part of your bullpen. And Britain was a big part of our season last year and the year before. I mean, if you look at those right. numbers, look at those numbers just to say how much he contributed to the team doing well. Um, and he was also the person that the Yankees slid into that closer spot when Chapman was on the I.L. Right. Um, both times, once with COVID last year and the year before, Chapman was also on the IL. So, and Britain was the one to take over that role. He did damn well at it. And, and honestly, if you ask me, if, if the Yankees ever part ways with Chapman, Britain is, is the closer. Like, they're just going to move him right into that spot and he would thrive yeah. in it because he's done it before. And I feel like he could do it again easily. If he was on any other team, he'd be a closer. 
yeah, he probably would. Right. It's just the fact that Chapman's in that spot. I mean, yeah. hey, we uh, we could probably use him. So no, no, you know, no, he's no, broken no. and whatnot. No, you know, no, we'll no, take no, we'll no. take we'll take him no, off no, your no. hands. No, 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 no. <laughs> Come on, share the wealth. All right, so yeah, Britain is on the IL. Um, they're saying it could be as short as a month and a half. It could, yeah, be it shouldn't be long, much Don't longer. That. We'll see what long. happens. Um, but it's just not something you want to see because it's sure it's a month and a half of recovery time, but it's, this is the middle of spring play. So he's going to come back. Who knows in what condition? It's going to take You'll him how long? May. You think full fledged on the field regular season play? I think he May. will be back in the bullpen by the third week in May. I'd like that. That's not too much time there. Um, and I hope you're right. I hope you're right. So. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 he's not been a guy who's uh, been benched too often in his career, mm-hmm. so he should heal quickly. He's uh, obviously an athlete with the way he's able to keep his consistent numbers, so hopefully mm-hmm. he heals up quickly. We never like to see anyone go out with an injury like that. For sure, for sure. So from one team in New York to another, we're going to go talk about the New York Mets. I, we're going to start calling them the new New York Mets because yeah, they just honestly. have a new aura about them now with their star-studded lineup. But just look at those four on your screen. All right. Hey, that's just that, – that's star power right there. Never mind. Just – this is all we need right here. There, I mean, oh, just, just look at it. You know, <laughs> I, I Lindor, man. I forget every day that Lindor plays for the Mets, and then I remember <laughs> – and I'm like, oh wow, Lindor plays for the Mets. Little tear rolls down the eye. <laughs> Literally, so that's wild. Uh, a lot has happened over the offseason to put the Mets in prime position to win. They got some celebration practice on Wednesday. After wrapping up a few defensive drills at their spring training park, the team tossed their gloves in the air and celebrated as if they won the Game 7 of the World Series. And I think Tyler has a video uh, of that celebration. For anybody who is who's listening to this and not watching it, please go to our Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube page to watch that video, or you can find it anywhere, really. Um, right. if, you just, if you just Google searched it real quick, but it is hilarious. Um, you know, you like to see guys having fun, right? That's that's the game. You know, enjoy it. Uh, I mean, I, I could think back to moments with David Ortiz and uh, oh, you know a God. couple others. The where, Rosen Ag, man. Yeah, oh. they're just having fun. You know? I was at that game. <laughs> enjoy yourself uh enjoy yourself at the park right but isn't that I, what lindor said to start the season he said I, you know the biggest part of this game is uh i'm enjoying myself and uh i i used to love to play the game as a kid and now i get to still do it as an adult uh yes. you know I, it's so he's i mean such a humble guy too but uh, this team uh obviously is super hungry Mm. Uh, for a for a victory, so I mean, hopefully they can get it. I got nothing against them. Absolutely, absolutely. Except and uh, Buckner. 
<laughs> you see them uh, celebrating there, Tyler. As, I mean, is this a sign of things to come? You know, I mean, they're they are they're even gearing up to celebrate a World Series win. Forget just practicing to win the World Series. They're ready to go for the after party. <laughs> I love the coach going like, "Come on, boys, we're gonna practice <laughs> celebrating." I, I love it. I think it is a sign of things to come. Will it be the World Series? No, no. We I don't think either of us agree that they're gonna win the World mm-hmm. Series this year. I think they could win it probably next year or the year after that. Sure. Um, but year one into this new team, I think they'll they'll scare a lot of other National League teams mm. into taking them seriously. But, uh, yeah, not a chance do I think they're going to win the World Series. Fair enough. And I could, I could agree with you. I think they'll go far. I think they will be celebrating at some point in the postseason, whether that's a, a wild card win or a division series win. Um, I don't know. That's, that's where I'm going to stop. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, yeah. We'll be we'll be making our official World Series yes. picks on the uh, episode before the season begins, though. So make mm-hmm. sure you all tune in for that. What about two weeks out? Yeah, yeah, just about two weeks. We're gearing up. I'm ready. I got. I'm in two fantasy leagues, one of which is with you. You know, we're doing our. Oh yeah, draft. we're drafting. Oh, today. The first draft is today. Yeah, <laughs> at, at four. So looking forward. Oh to God, that. I got to make sure I'm at your place in time for that. I was just gonna <laughs> say because I'll be. Yeah. Well, all right. We'll we'll we'll, we'll get there. Um, but anyway, speaking of celebrations and absolute champions, Clovercrest Media is full of some of the championship caliber podcast entertainment that we're going to give you a taste of right now. Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys to the city. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know. I crossed up by Kobe. Well, floated Shaq. And then Shaq goes like this. And the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. Speaking of those Lakers. But I, but I, hold on, fun. But I didn't make my I didn't make I said Denver's going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clovercrest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. When I was 12 years old, I became a Jack Nicholson superfan. This happened almost overnight on an evening in February 1997 when I first saw The Shining. Here's Johnny! In those 20 plus years, I never stopped being a Jack superfan. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Get ready for You Don't Know Jack, hosted by me. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform. One day. I will get it right one day. Hey, remember how many times you used to do the messages for the uh, for your voicemail? It goes something like this. What's going on, everyone? Thanks for locking into another episode of I'll Piss You Up Shortly. <laughs> this is the podcast where we debate everyday issues pushing your thought process beyond what's normal. The topics discussed here are meant to be intense, promote growth, and at times may have you feeling... A little bit uncomfortable. Me too, a little bit. We may not always agree, and we will more than likely have varied opinions. But with that being said, I can't promise to be your favorite podcaster. Neither do I want to. But I can promise to be transparent, fair, and open-minded. So please, if you think you've got the stamina, passion to debate, analyze, and challenge the normal, please take a number. I promise you, I'll piss you off shortly. The Cross and Wrestling Entertainment Podcast presented by Clovercrest Media is what you AEW fans have been looking for. Noah Cross and Tyler Bard give their take on every week's episode of Dynamite. If you are a massive AEW fan, then it is time to join us every Sunday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Stay Crossum. Drew, he's just casually hitting them in. Here, Drew. <laughs> Another one coming in, guys. 
Oh, I missed it. Let's push it together, Drew. There we go, guys. One coming in hot. Ah! No, you got that all yourself. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Defense. Defense. Don't let up. Don't let up. No! Yeah. All right, guys. Four to once. Let's go. Get all four in. I'm trying. Okay, those two more. <laughs> Can we get one, you guys? Uh. Come on, Drew. 20. What? They won 21 to 1. <laughs> That's just me. Some of the personalities that you can see on the Twitch channel, Courtney and Drew, joining me for a 21 to 1 decimation of the other team in that game. That was insanity. I want to know if anybody watches this and they were on that yellow team, I'd like you to reach out to us. Um, we're going to have you work with Tyler and lab up so that way you could play better fall guys. That's that was actually a training with T Bard Tuesday that we do on Twitch every Tuesday night. Rachel had not joined us yet, but that was right before we got her, her very first win on mm. fall guys. So there you go. Uh, you know, just tune in Tuesday nights. We're going to start going late night streams now because of the new job. There you go. Can't beat it. Uh, with that being said, Tyler, uh, we got some Red Sox news here, some good looks here in the first uh, couple weeks of the spring training season. So take it away. Tell us about your boys. You know, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Good, lo good looks is generous. Uh, you know, I just I don't, I don't want to be too optimistic too early. The Red Sox, are they looking better than they were at the end of the season last year? Sure. The Red Sox are starting 7-5 and five in the first two weeks of spring play as of yesterday. Erod is back and absolutely showing up. I am excited to see him being the one who is showing up right now. Um, Erod has an ERA with uh, 2.7. Uh, he's got eight strikeouts in the six innings he's pitched so far, and they ended up winning yesterday 6-2 with Martin Perez. Uh, so we've got two guys right there that, I don't know, maybe they're two of the guys who are going to be strong in the rotation. We know that Erod is, of course, Noah. Um, Erod is if Chris Sale is not ready to go for the majority of the season, Erod's probably the ace. Could you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, with the 2.7 ERA and uh, 8Ks and just the six innings, I think he's doing pretty decent in his first two starts back after his ridiculously horrible bout with COVID uh, and the lung issues that were, were caused by it. But as I was saying, with the Sox winning yesterday 6-2, to two, starter Martin Perez got the nod against the Braves. He's 2-0 now with an ERA of zero. Zero, Noah. Five strikeouts in nine innings. Dear God. That's insane. I mean, I get it, spring ball, so maybe you're not playing against the, the greatest players uh, or pitching against the greatest players. But, all right, show up. I like As, that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defend the Red Sox here for a second. So, mark this on wow. the calendars, okay? Hold on, let me take Listen. this picture down then. Let's see this. Garrett Cole has got let up a run in each one of his two starts so far. I don't wow. care. Sure, it's again, it's spring ball, whatever. But I mean, you know, so you can't you can't say that's not uh, impressive. You can't say he's not putting the work in. I mean, you know, he, he's pitched five. Um, sorry, nine innings with zero earned runs and five strikeouts. I think Garrett Cole's honestly pitched less innings and has given up about three runs already this season. Uh, and can confirm, Martin Perez is better than Garrett Cole. All right, let's let's, let's not go that far. <laughs> um. 
but uh, you know, I mean, Garrett Cole has nowhere to go but up, and we know he's going to do that at least. So we'll of get course. to that. We'll get to that. You know, he, but, you know, he's not dealing right now. He doesn't have. No, to. he doesn't have to. Yeah, but Martin right. Perez is putting in the work, and I mean, that's a guy who is honest, who's trying to prove a spot. You know, like he wants right. that spot in the rotation, and good for him. So, I'll, oh, sorry, continue. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. And you, you had put the question in uh, if these two are going to play big in 2021, and I, I, Erod, absolutely. He's going to be a big tool. Martin Perez, we have a lot more to see from him before I can say yes or no to that question. Um, obviously, he's showing that he could be an asset right now. He's showing that he could turn up and and strike guys, uh, you know, sit guys uh, down as quickly as they come up to the plate. Uh, so hopefully they are both assets. But the guy who I most have my eye on right now is J.D. Martinez. J.D. Martinez right now is sporting an average of 286, which is good, but not his quality of good. Mm -hmm. uh, and he doesn't have a home run yet in the 21 at-bats he's taken. Um, the note here is, are we worried? And honestly, I'm not uh, red alert worried, Noah. I'm just like yellow alarm <laughs> right now. Uh, the fact that J.D. literally nicknamed just the dingers uh, has not hit anything close to a home run yet he's had some some you know rippers into the outfield but he has not hit anything where i thought oh, i might get out and mm -hmm. if it, if we did think that it was a pop line uh so i'm just i'm hopeful is the best i will say that he can pick it back up because you know guys like Mark bogarts and devi or devers are not going to be able uh to carry his bat he needs to be prominent in this lineup um and I, I don't know. I, I think he can definitely get there, uh, especially because he is one of the guys who expressed uh, uh, joy and happiness that Alex Cora was, <clears throat> excuse me, back in the skipper position. And speaking of Cora, uh, he said to have plans for our utility player, Kike Hernandez. Hernandez is swinging a 400 average with an OPS of 1.39 with one home run. I mean, if that's a utility player, dear God, what the hell was Brock Holt? <laughs> I mean, wow. If this is our replacement for Brock Holt, I mean, man, jackpot. No one saw that coming. Is this mm -hmm. the next Tom Brady? Just sign someone who no one is uh, has their radar on and comes in and has an MVP quality season at the plate? I mean, probably not. But, I mean, he seems to enjoy him. Uh, if Kike is going to be a utility guy, great. Uh, with losing Brock, we need a utility guy, and I'm excited for it. But if we are Alex Cora... How are we feeling about this squad so far? And no, as a Yankee fan, I would love to hear your opinion on that. If you're Cora, you're hopeful. Uh, looking at what's been going on so far, uh, I'd say in Boston, but you know, in their spring training camp in Florida, um, it's, it's looking good. I mean, you're seven and five. That's one game under the Yankees right now, and the Yankees are the top five favorites to win the whole thing, right? So that's good right. to be in that position. Erod seems to be back in true form and, and improving every start he has. Uh, he was a guy that we were unsure of before the season started with his bout with COVID and his after effects with the COVID. So we weren't sure how he was going to return to the season, but it looks like he's doing just fine. Uh, Martin Perez seems to be uh, uh, someone that we could really rely on in that rotation because there's a lot of question marks still of when Sale might return and so on, who's going to fill that hole. So I could imagine Perez could do that if we needed him to. I'm sorry, could do that for you if you needed him to. Um, <laughs> JD, no, it's okay. early. Us. JD, it's early. JD, it's early, so you can't freak out yet. But um, 
I don't know. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to get into a situation where you have this guy and you're paying him all this money because he didn't opt out. Don't forget. And now what? You know, and you have to have those home runs hit. And he's really all you have left for the outfield in terms of left field now. So you're also kind of in trouble in two spots. Um, but if you're if you're Cora, I think you're hopeful, and I think you're just going to stick it out and hope for the best. And, yeah, uh, I, I think Cora is capable of running a tight ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he is a great motivator. He's going to be a guy who can definitely keep these guys who may be nervous that they don't have the team they once had. That's not the 2018 superstar team that we saw. You know, the record-breaking Red Sox of 2018. It's not that crew that mm-hmm. he's used to. But I think he, if he coaches them like that crew, minus the cheating, uh, they will probably do just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has one thing that he always needs to keep in mind. And it's the boys about three hours away wearing pinstripes, known as the Yankees. They are an absolute menace. And I know with the name that we're about to talk about first, that they are not messing around. Hell no. As I can't, I'm so happy that I get to say this sentence. Sanchez swinging a hot bat. Oh, thank you, God. What the hell? What did we enter that? Upside down? Literally. I don't care. Speaking, you know, because Sanchez was 4 and 11, speaking of the upside down. Um, 4, 4, 11, I apologize. Uh, with an average of 364 and three home runs so far this season. Uh, so, I mean, hey, I'll tell you. Three of his hits are home runs. Yep. And he's hit four of them <laughs> in 11 at-bats, which is an average of 364 so far. Uh, that, that looks good to me. I like I it. I mean, yeah, definitely. definitely. Uh, I mean, every time we crap on Gary, he does well. And then a week later, Noah – He's absolute dog water. Yes. So, but he hasn't. This is this is like a different look for Gary uh, this spring so far. I mean, he, he's really coming out swinging, and we do know for a fact during the off season he said he was working on these things. Last year he was working on his defensive stuff behind the plate. He said, you know, and, and he slumped at the plate. And Joe, who we know, Joe Aguirre, um, the absolute wiffle ball legend that you guys, you know, have probably seen us have the pleasure of talking to before. <laughs> Greatest head of hair in the business. Anyway, um, I'm sorry. He was talking about how Sanchez was more than likely to might be, might have been distracted or focusing a lot on the defensive side, not so much in the offensive side. But that this was something Sanchez said he was going to work on, and it seemed that it's working. So, Tyler, will we see a new Gary Sanchez in 2021? And when I say no. new, I mean uh, as advertised. Will we see that Gary Sanchez? No, 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 no. This is all posturing right now. I don't think he can keep it up. I don't think he's got the stamina. I think Kyle Higashioka is going to be your starter by midseason. Jeez, that's, that's harsh. I, I don't get me wrong. Gary is a decent catcher. But I have for the last two years said that Kyle Higashioka should be your catcher, and I cannot go back on that now. Uh, just because this guy has played, had 11 at-bats, and four of them have been hits, three of them home runs, I don't believe that he is – like had a miracle happen to him. I don't believe he's been touched by God and suddenly he's an incredible, uh, you know, top tier catcher. I just don't Mm -hmm. believe it yet. Um, When the season begins and he's playing against all of the starters, we'll see. We'll see just how good Gary Sanchez is. And Gary, I'm not trying to hex you. I hope like every other player, you have an incredible season of health and well-being. But I think Kyle Higashioka should be the starter for the New York Yankees. Okay. Um, 
I'm gonna I, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my tone on Gary here. I oh. think I think Sanchez is actually gonna turn it around. Um, I think he knows this is the make or break in this season. They said they're gonna give him you know one more year of of, of a look to see what they can do with him, see what they can get out of him, and see what he can do himself. Um, I think he's going to out uh, outperform his last season performance uh, by a, by a significant amount, and I think that'll earn him a spot uh, on the team in the sense of he's not going anywhere. Um, I think Higgy's not going anywhere either. I think the Yankees are going to do what the Astros did and have like designated pitchers and catchers, which I mean, it worked for them. If that's the case, the Red Sox did that with Sandy Leone and, and Christian yeah. Vasquez, and it worked. Yeah. Um. So whatever, that's fine. I'll say this: if you if you tell me that they're going to be like, hey, you know, Hickey, we're going to trade him or let him go somewhere else, you think they're going to not going to give Garrett Cole the catcher he wants? You're dreaming. You yeah, are no, dreaming. Yeah. Garrett Cole says, I want Higgy behind the plate. Guess who's going to be behind the plate when Cole's throwing the ball? Kyle exactly. And if they don't do that, I'm I, that's just stupid. Right. Like it, it clear as day worked last year. Like just I leave mean, every, it alone. Every catcher, uh, every pitcher has a guy they prefer to throw yes. to. Um, but when it's hard. someone to the caliber of Garrett Cole, you should probably listen. Absolutely. Can't agree more. Yeah. Another Yankee swing in the bat well is Glaber Torres, which is I'm so excited that Glaber is kind of I mean, we've both always just loved Glaber. Glaber mm-hmm. is a really good worker. Um, but, man, this is a different kind of working right now. Oh, yes. Well, and as I was saying, I'm happy to see this because last season he wasn't – he didn't – he wasn't Glaber, the Glaber we know. He no. really wasn't. Uh, and then we were, and like a lot of people were worried about it. Was not there. Yeah, a lot of people were worried about it. A lot of people were even saying the Yankees going to stick with Glaber. They're going to look for other options at short. We, we also – uh, expressed our opinions of we yes, they should. Um, but right now, Glaber is six for eighteen with an average of three eighty nine and two home runs. Uh, I mean, that's the Glaber Torres that we know. That's the Glaber right. Torres that the Yankees built, and that's the Glaber Torres the Yankees are putting their faith in. Um, are we liking what we're seeing so far from Glaber? I'd say obviously. I mean, of course. How could you not? The dude is one for three. Yeah. You know, he's he's hitting at once a game at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's in, that's exactly what you can ask out of a guy. Get on base, give us a chance, Absolutely. and he's doing exactly what you're asking. So, and that and Glaber is a guy who we've seen do it before, and he's getting back to that form. So I think Glaber will easily surpass what he did last season. Tyler, you agree with that? Yeah, oh God, Glaber will. He's going to have a good year. This will be a a, uh, a contract worthy year. Absolutely. I agree, hundred thousand, thousand percent. Speaking of other young stars in the Yankees, Debbie Garcia also turned things around in his second start on Tuesday. He pitched three scoreless innings, striking out five. This comes after giving up two runs in two innings five days beforehand uh, in his first start of the spring season. Uh, he has an average of, I'm sorry, his ERA is three point six with eight strikeouts in five innings. That's great to see. Other other notable pitching performances include Jameson Tyone, who I'm so happy is doing well. Uh, who's pitched three scoreless innings, striking out five. He sported an ERA of zero in five innings um, with, five, with uh, the uh, five Ks there. That's impressive. And Corey Kluber as well, who's pitched two scoreless innings, striking out three, sporting an ERA of three with five Ks in six innings. So it's looking good in the pitching department for the Yankees. Listen, we know Garrett Cole's going to be good, right? We know the ace number one starter is going to be good. I am still going to make the case that Tyone will be the number two pitcher in the hole. I, I can't agree. It's the man on the screen. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I think they're going to go Cole, Tyone, and Kluber. I think uh, Kluber. You could be right. 
And I mean, you, you set lineups in MLB the show more than I do. So, I mean, you understand the line. Maybe you understand a pitching lineup better than I do or a rotation. I think, I think here, Tyone will thrive at going following up Garrett Cole. I think Kluber is in that three hole because if look at like a, look at like a, a seven game set. All right. Your best guys go in number one. You're going to have two games. Let's just say the Yankees get home field advantage, right? The Yankees have their first game in New York. Garrett Cole's on the mound. Second game in New York, Tyone comes in, locks it down. Third game, you're traveling. You want a guy who has nerves of steel on the mound, Corey Kluber. That is why I listen. I think Kluber is just going to be a solid number three. And that's going to be a one, two, three punch that's going to knock dudes out. And then Sevy's going to come back. Oh, and then uh, listen, listen. And then Tyone moves to the five spot, and so nope. <laughs> nope. they don't change it. That's that's one thing. And uh, this isn't on the script. I'm going to go off script for a minute. The Yankees need to stay consistent this season with everything. Oh, with their, their lineup. lineups were so annoying Dude, last season. I I can't stand when they do that. Pick a spot. Listen, I, I, and I always Booney said, this. said it. Booney's behind it. Booney loves it. He loves I, why? switching up the lineup. It just doesn't make sense. But it doesn't work. Look at the postseason. Yeah. No, I they're know. not. Com- I mean, he's they're not nuts. comfortable. It doesn't work. After Judge, I'm sorry, LeMahieu and Judge, and then everything else, every single game is who the hell knows what's going to happen. I mean, right. boy, it could be in the four hole, the three hole, the, the seven hole. It, it, you he never know what's going to Yeah, I mean, I've seen them all over the place. Pick a spot. Uh, you know, if you're Aaron Boone, though, you probably got to like what you're seeing so oh, far out of these guys. Absolutely. You, you, they're, they're absolutely smashing the ball. Uh, they're savages in the box, as he likes to call them. Uh, and I think the Yankees are looking to be even more dangerous than I initially planned they were going to be. Hell uh, yeah. Because they are, their pitching alone is like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. They're pitching alone. No one's going no to be able to hit that. You resemble. Oh, who, that's a nice shirt you got there. Garrett Cole, baby. And I'm telling you. <laughs> It's going to look good this season. Um, I, this is the first, I can say, this is the first season, I can't even remember, that I am genuinely excited to see what the Yankees starting pitching is going to do. Imagine that. Wild. Yeah. Wild. You know what? That is a wild statement because your pitching used to just be inconsistent, but you had incredible pitchers. Mm-hmm. You had CeCe and, and Tanaka and all these guys, but every year you were still like, yeah, starting pitching really needs some depth. Um, but, but this year... This Look at the, them. This is the first season where they've had a full year with their new training team and the new pitching coach. Yeah. So this is the first season right. they've had a you guys full be. year to get ready. So they should be gearing to go. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, so I'll ask this for both the Sox and the Yanks. Do you have any concerns as the manager of the Sox or the Yanks? So, Tyler, what do you have any concerns for the Red Sox? Yeah, as the Red Sox, obviously they should be. Uh, a little concerned, but not maybe about what our team is doing. I think our team could easily break 500 right now. They're looking very good. They're looking healthy. The pitching is pretty decent. Um, they've had a few hiccup games where they just get their ass kicked. Um, but I, I think they could they could pull that together and get some good positive mental attitude in there. I think what they need to worry about most is beating our division rivals. They need mm. to worry about getting ready for the Yankees, getting ready for the Blue Jays, getting ready for the Rays, and pretending the Orioles just don't exist um, <laughs> because no one gives a damn about the Orioles. Um, so I, I, that's, that is my biggest concern. Biggest concern, prep for the Yankees, prep for the Blue Jays. And uh, I think that's, that's really it. I'd say for the Yankees, our biggest concern is will this new pitching work? 
because I've always said, I've said already, I'm sorry, how excited I am about the new pitching rotation for the Yankees. I'm excited to see what Tyone can do. I'm excited to see what Kluber can do. I really hope Kluber earns a multi-year deal after this season, as I predicted he would. He'll pitch a great season, and then he will get like a three-year contract uh, because I really want to buy a Yankees Kluber jersey, but I will not buy it this year. Uh, oh, come I, on. I'm not doing that. I got, well, I got my Patriots happens. Cam Newton jersey one week into the season. Oh, yeah, and they re-signed him. To, um, they did. Did you see this man right here who I miss dearly yeah. in pinstripes? Bought, bought his jersey a year later, went to the Phillies. Uh, this man over here, CC Sabathia, right there, all right, as the Jedi, uh, bought his jersey, retired. All right, I am not doing it with Kluber. I'm going to wait when he gets that three. Like, you know whose jersey I'm going to buy right now? I'm going to buy a LeMayhu jersey because he's already there. All right, and guess what? <laughs> if he goes anywhere, there's a problem. Okay. Right. Like he's not going anywhere. I will buy that jersey because it's safe. I bought an Aaron Judge jersey. That's safe. Aaron Judge, right there. Okay. Anywho, uh, if you're the Yankees, you have any concerns? Uh, yeah, that's it. If the starting pitching can stay as consistent as it is now, if it can work the whole season and the postseason, that's that's my big concern. We know the bats can do it. Sure, the bats have been weak in the postseason, but again, this is their first year with their new team, their new training squads, and whatever else. So I'm looking forward to that working. The biggest concern is can Kluber and Tyone do what we need them to do? Because if they can't, all the Yankees have is Cole and Garcia and Herman. Uh, and those other two, who knows what's going to be going on with them? Because this is Debbie's second season. This might even be this. I would say this counts as his rookie season because uh, last year he wasn't even supposed to be here. So right. we'll see where that goes. But with that, I can't means, wait. Either I, way, I'm excited. I'm excited. I am thrilled for this baseball season. I ordered, I had to order freaking cable, so that'll be in, that'll be installed in a couple of days, actually, so I could watch the Yes Network. Yeah, hey, um, Yes Network, get your act dude, together. For the right? love of everything, Yes Network or Sinclair Sports, can can you just like I don't know, go back on Hulu or YouTube TV or something? Like, it's ridiculous. There's there's <laughs> literally unless you have cable, got to jump through hoops. Literally, no way to watch Yankees games. Actually, there's no way, and even more so, I can stream on my phone through the Xfinity app. But I have to download the Yes Network app to watch the Yes Network and log in with Xfinity. That's insanity. It's, it just doesn't make sense. So <clears throat> please do me a favor. I'd like to be a fan of yours. You could just make it easy. That'd be nice. Like, I buy all I your merch. That. I have so much. Look at, look, at, look, at, look at this room. Look at all these bobbleheads. You see how many games I go to? All right. Like, I, I can, I've earned the right to watch Yes Network somewhere. It's easy. All right. Like, <laughs> do me, just help me out here. All right. Help me out here. And as always, if you love podcasts, make sure you visit clovercrestmedia.com for a wide selection of great shows covering sports, business, relationships, pop culture, politics, and true crime. There are 26 shows on the hashtag CMG Network. And if you don't find one you like, you can start one of your own. We can help you launch your podcast for as little as $15 a month. Clovercrestmedia.com is the website to visit. Make sure you check it out and tell your friends all about it. You can visit clovercrestmedia.com. And click on the link for your favorite CMG Sports podcast, as well as blogs, videos, and latest information. And with that being said, we are so excited that baseball is back. Cannot wait for the regular season to kick off. That's Tyler Bard. I'm Noah Cross. And this was Baseball with the Bard.
time for Baseball with the Bard.